0: Hello, and welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I am your host, Christine Daynard, and the goal of this podcast is to encourage you to live your best and most authentic life by digging deeper and finding connection through vulnerability. I believe we have been taught that vulnerability is a weakness, when in fact, it is our superpower. In this space, I will share personal stories and conversations with others so you can be empowered by their strength and inspired to take action in your own life. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. i taking a breath before everything. yeah. I find it such a recentering exercise to just sit and
1: breathe. Especially if you're moving like from one task to the other. I think we're like so busy like, okay, this and this and this and this. But it's like, you're, like if at the end of the day you're feeling like super frazzled, then you can like, one of the things you can implement is like this breath thing, right? Where it's like, literally, because I was thinking when we were sitting there, you were like, whoa! And then I was like, okay. <laughs> and that, like, quiet just like immediately, like you said, grounds you and recenters you. Anyway,
0: it does. And it lets you collect your thoughts for a minute. You know, it's like when I very first started meditating, I was like, this is stupid. I hate this. But then, but then what I realized is like, I don't have to do this like anybody else does this. I don't, there's no rule book here. Mm-hmm. I can just take a couple minutes and breathe, you know, mm-hmm. and it there doesn't have to have any rules to it. No. So, um, here we are chatting away and I haven't even introduced our guest, and haven't even talked about the fact that we're on a podcast. Did, did you know I was already recording?
1: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> uh, I think, I think we're recording, but we're just going to talk. It's good. It's good. <laughs> so,
0: uh, what's so funny and I'm just checking to be sure, like, let's do like a little check, check, Andrea check, do a little check, check. Yes. Okay. Beautiful. I'm just making sure that both of our sound is coming through accordingly and as it should, because the last time you and I sat down to try to chat on the <laughs> chat, chat what was that word chat anyways chat on the podcast it sounded like we were in a tin can down my hallway because I didn't have the settings right on my little recorder but today I have them right
1: yeah you like whipped that up today you're like boom 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 okay ready let's go I'm like look at this you're like a seasoned podcaster now
0: well I don't know about that I still I still screw it up from time to time but ah so is being a human and uh, so for anyone who's listening right now, um, I'm sitting here in my, in around Sunshine Island in the kitchen here in Wellesley in Ontario for anybody who's not here in the area and who knows that. Um, and I'm sitting here talking, chatting with uh, Andrea Mondo. And uh, for those who don't know, Andrea is one of the co-hosts for the upcoming Bloom event that we're doing in March.
1: I'm dancing. You can't see it. <laughs> There's Although one be day, so much dancing, yes, there's gonna be so much <laughs> dancing, and
0: one day I will have a video podcast. I swear, like, I'm like, I really am aiming for that one day, it's on the wish list, anyways, in the future. So, uh, and of course, Andrea is also many, many things, uh, balance bliss, uh, helps women with so many things, basically just like self love and you know, kind of removing that whole diet culture.
1: Well, just like rewriting the stories that like we have been sold and told by society for so long, and it definitely did stem from like my own like, oh, feeling of, you know, needing to look a certain way. And then when I looked that certain way, I didn't like feel the way that I thought I would. And then I learned a lot of stuff and, you know, lived life and grew and am still living life and learning and growing for the record. (laughs) But it's like, you know, those, this whole idea that we can like actually just kind of shift the way that we thought we were supposed to live and, and wellness being included in that. So I just like help people rewrite the stories that go on inside of our heads so we can just like be who we want to be and be happy or like just get so much bliss like achieve balance okay so people have like conflicting feelings about the word balance because some people are like can you ever really achieve balance and like balance is like something that's like unattainable Um, but for me like when I think when I created the term like balance and bliss I was like okay Not everything is always going to be in balance at once and there's going to be like ebbs and flows. But I think that when you're in the balance of your life, you understand those ebbs and flows and you can kind of flow with those ebbs and flows and not like be so hard on yourself if you're having a bad day or like expect yourself to show up perfectly in every situation all the time. And when you can achieve that kind of balance, right, when you can allow that pendulum to swing and stay in like balance it's my own interpretation maybe then is when you can achieve more bliss and Mm. so those are like the two things that like you said I do a lot of things and I fucking do do a lot of things (laughs) but at the core of everything that I do is it's like if you can achieve more balance then that's going to lead to you feeling more bliss
0: well and ultimately like cutting yourself some slack like acknowledging the fact that you're a human being Mm. who is not perfect just by the fact that we're human we're not perfect yeah Right. So it's like, but again, due to culture, we have this idea that we have to be perfect all the time. Blah, 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 blah. Like it's kind of ridiculous.
1: And if things are hard. So I just did this post on Instagram. <laughs> I tried to throw my phone. I was like, let's see how <laughs> gonna
2: I, just, go.
0: I tried to throw my phone across the room because sometimes I find when we have too much technology, like this gets interrupted. Oh. So I'm like, oh, I'll just get rid of some technology. <laughs> i just toss and- <laughs> my phone
1: across the room.
0: I'm going to get rid of yours too. <laughs> I
1: will throw yours though. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. So what I was saying was that I just made this post on Instagram yesterday and I was inspired by a spin instructor. Um, every single... So if you follow Christine on Instagram, you'll see she came to spin with me recently. I almost birthday. died. You did so good though. <laughs> but the the instructors at SpinCo are like really focused on like the community and like your mental health and your overall well being. So oftentimes when you're spinning and riding, they're giving you inspirational messages, which I just eat every single one of them up. But the other day the instructor said, Um, it's when you're doing something that feels hard or feels challenging it's not because you can't do it it's because you're actually doing it and so I think we often get that confused like in our life I I went on this tangent because you were talking about perfectionism I think we often get confused that like if we try and do something especially if it's something new or if it's something that's like unknown to us and it's challenging because if you've never done it before of course it's going to be challenging or if you don't do it all the time or even if you do do it all the time sometimes it's still going to be challenging when you're going through those ebbs and flows of life and we think like okay this is hard so I can't do this let's throw in the towel or let's you know make this let's take this and like internalize it and make it like that there's something wrong with me or whatever it is but like if something feels hard it's not because you can't do it but it's because you're actually doing it and I just like thought that was a really cool well I made a whole post about it because I thought it was like such a good message for for, like just to remember that like things are going to be hard and there's nothing wrong with things being hard and you don't have to be perfect
0: Mm, I love that Uh it's because you're doing it and and hilarious. you know and honestly I mean life is hard even if you're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Even if you're not like, like going after change or whatever, but like the reality is like, it's like, choose your heart. Right. So it's like, choose your heart to become, um, the better version of yourself to like heal the wounds that have been sitting in your heart for a long time. Like, you know, to like do some of that work is, 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 is hard yeah. doing the physical thing to like, you know, be in better, like physical state slash feel better, better mental health, like all these things, anything that we're doing we're making change or like for the better of us is work. So it's like, choose your heart. You can also sit in the muck and not make any, any, any progress. You can just sit there and do nothing (laughs) and never make a step forward because you're afraid of, again, failure. You're afraid of like, you know, it not being what you expect it to be. Um, but like, how is that a way to live? Right. It's like, but we choose our
1: heart. Well, and I also think that like, you know, if things are hard or maybe we're like going through like a hard season, uh, sometimes we want it to like, we want to implement something and then we want that thing to be the thing that like changes it really quickly. And we want to be like, okay, out of this and like on to the next thing. But also, like, everything is a process. Mm. And, you know, as we're moving through some of the hard stuff, that for the record, also, if you've like moved through hard stuff, And you think that you've like faced that hard thing. There's a chance that as you grow and evolve and you have new life experiences, that those things are going to come up again. Let me give you an example. So I've recently gone like full headfirst two feet into entrepreneurship. And one of the things that you lose when you let go of, um, like working for somebody else is benefits usually. Right. Mm -hmm. So. I applied for personal benefits, like, you know, manual life, sun life, they give you like personal benefits that you can like pay into every month and then have access to, which we need for our family. Cause you know, I like to get massages and take care of myself <laughs> in that way. That's good. I'm missing my massages anyway, total sidebar. But, um, going back to like the work is always going to happen because you're still always living and having human experiences. So I applied for life insurance or health insurance and went through the process filled out the application just like a basic application it was actually less like invasive than i thought it was going to be like i assumed there'd be a nurse coming out to the house like similar with life insurance but they didn't they just like ask you questions and then based on things that you answer they might send you like a follow-up form that you have to complete and then you sit and you wait for your um offer so i finally get the offer in the mail from this company and I see that it's like, you have been approved. However, here is our counteroffer. So when I did our application process, it was like, here's what you can expect to spend in a month on your benefits. And I was like, that seems pretty reasonable. So we got, I get our counteroffer back and my husband's fully approved. My kids are fully approved. But me, because of my weight, they actually said that I was going to have to pay an extra $35 a month because I'm considered at risk according to them according to yeah I know I like have been battling with this still and um I'm not allowed to I have zero coverage for anything that's like weight management
2: related so as a human right I've worked through all my shit oh my god I'm getting emotional but
0: that's the way it goes I was like
2: fuck you sorry like honestly and I actually called them (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I sat with it for a couple weeks because I was like, ooh, if I call right now and, you know, use my voice, which I haven't always used in my life, um, and I've been working at getting better at doing that, I was like, if I call them right now, I'm going to be mad. So I'm just going to wait a little bit because I want to be able to articulate myself well. So I called them and I said, hey, I'm just following up on this like counter offer that I received. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually quite offended at the result that I got from this, you know, like there was a a huge assumption that was made based on this very basic generic information that I gave you about my weight and height only. Did you ask me about like my nutrition habits? Did you ask me about my movement? Did you ask me about anything else? No, this is the only thing that you asked me about. And you know, she's like, oh, well, we have a process and blah, blah, blah. And I understand, right? This is why like, stigma still exists so much for people who are like, don't have the societal norm body. Holy cow.
0: <laughs> Girl. Triggers anyway, are real. They, yeah. they will come out everywhere.
2: So that's, that's just it. That's the whole point of this story is that like, you know, we work on our stuff and we feel like we've got our shit together and then something happens. And I will say that because of the work that I've done, my mindset is quite strong. So I'm just like, okay, like this means nothing. Right. Like this means nothing about me, but it still sucks. Yeah. It still sucks to like have that stigmatization. So anyway, yeah, I'm still, I'm still fighting them on that. Wow. Cause I'm like, no, no, no. I'm actually going to get quotes from other people. Cause I'm like, you can't tell me. No. You know?
0: No. And the thing is too, like, okay. So first of all, I want to acknowledge
2: <laughs> <laughs> everything that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do cry a lot, but I did not expect here we are. <laughs> Um, that's usually why I have a
0: box of Kleenex on the <laughs> island, which I ran to get in the middle of you telling that story, oh, um, because around Sunshine Island, tears always happen. And actually, it brings it brings us to like another piece, which is like. Even like for me, like big, a big piece of what I do in the world is helping people find their joy and shifting their mindset. And again, it comes back to these stories and like these things that we tell ourselves and how to shift those stories is that even in a joyful life, the tears are going to come. Yeah. Shit still happens. Yeah. Triggers are still there, yeah. right? Like even though your work is surrounded around, you know, body size and and diet culture and kind of pulling ourselves away from that expectation, Mine is similar, just not directly attached to that, but yeah. it's a piece of all of us. It's all
2: intertwined. A- 100 percent right? it is. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so like, but what's crazy is that this is how long it takes for a society to catch up is that there's been so much <laughs> research done, yeah in that if you fuel your body with good foods, whole foods, and you move your body,, yeah. and you take care of your mental wellness,, yeah. that the likelihood of you being a health risk, is dr- dramatically reduced. Yeah, and I was actually listening to a book. It was about burnout. I actually think the book is called Burnout. It's written by two sisters. Oh, um, and of I course like I can't I think this. of the title or the the names of them. And actually, I think they're hard to pronounce. So I'll post it in the show notes later. But <clears throat> I remember reading that book or listening. I listened to audiobooks, but I was listening to that book, and they were saying that actually they cannot connect the dots between obesity or different weight categories. Mm and health concern. That it is all about how we treat ourselves and that we don't all come in a same, a similar package, right? Like we all have different... That's
1: exactly what I was going to say is that like, sorry to cut you off, but that this is like part of a lot of the conversations that I have with people and with clients is that like... There are so many different variations of bodies and genetics and like, you know, some people have to work, you know, you'll sometimes hear people say like, oh, I have to work so hard to stay X size because this is the size that I want to be. And it comes so naturally for other people. And it's because our, like our physiological makeup is so different and, and we're all like so varied. So why are we still siloing people and stigmatizing people for one versus the other anyway?
0: but but that also brings us to really what when we talked about having this conversation today what we were going to talk about we were going to talk about kind of exactly that which is that how is there still an expectation that we are a certain way; uh-huh. that there is one way to do something; that there is one way to look; that there is one way to dress; that there is one way to respond. Like there, are, there's this one way, yeah. and it's like we all have this idea that that we're not doing it right, yes. right? And we often don't yeah. use our voices because we're we've been silent so many times because we like. I remember, and I and I I tell this story often is that um, I remember like being in school and <clears throat> teacher would say. Okay, okay, here's the question. And I'd put up my hand and I'd answer the question and the teacher would be like, no, Christine, you're wrong. And then someone else would put their hand up and they would give the textbook response. And I'd be like, but hold on a second. That's just what I said. They were like, no, that's not what you said. This is the correct answer. And I'm like, but it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm saying the same thing, but in a different way. And so from experiences like that in childhood, which I'm sure anybody listening or even you as I are talking right now can think of things and experiences that happened in our childhood, that told us that we were wrong about the way that we were doing something, right? Whether it was a parent, whether it was another kid, whether it was another adult when you got a job, like
1: what? Well, even like we make observations, right? As we're like growing up as like children and young adults in the world, we're making observations about the world around us. And we're observing like which behaviors, which people, which attire, like whatever it is, how people are responding to those individuals based on the way that they're showing up. And so then we take that information and then we look at how we are and then we like make a determination even based on that, whether like we're good enough or we're not, or like whether we should be more like this or less like this. And I know that one of the things that even in like the four of us for Bloom that we like often talk about is that like each of us come to the different with, or come to the different, (laughs) come to the table with, with really different and unique styles and ways of doing things and different strengths and I don't know about you well actually I do know about you so we're, we're the same in this is that like you know historically I've shown up in like friendship groups or certain situations and I've like almost tried to like mold myself to like kind of be how other people in the room are because I had I, I felt a little bit of like discomfort about being like who I really was or like the things that I were good at or were like really nerdy like I'm really fucking organized and like almost like anyway I'm really organized and that's a really strong skill of mine or like I'm very sensitive I cry everywhere um and you know I I for the longest time perceived that as weakness and mm-hmm. like I can't you know I'm not strong enough to like hold myself together in certain situations anyway we we we've spent so long looking outside for validation on how we should be should look and then we kind of tweak ourselves and then somewhere along the way we like lose who we are mm. or we like um push down or like don't show up as our true authentic self and you know I'm pretty fortunate that you know I'm 36 right now and I would say in the last five years so maybe since I turned 30 is really when I started to understand and like really kind of work towards leaning into like just being me Mm. and when I can be just myself, the people who are going to embrace that, like accept that, like want that to be around. Those are the people that like you want to spend your time with. And those are the people that are like, worth invest because everybody's time is precious and like those are the, the people that are like worth investing your time in and spending time with and then like the more that you build that like inner strength of like okay this is who I am yeah I'm a crier maybe it's a superpower how could that be a superpower well it means I'm really connected to my emotions and I feel things really deeply and like not everybody's able to do that like everything and we're kind of like bringing this conversation back to like the whole idea of like mindset is that like everything In your life is around like your mindset and just like how you perceive the things that you're going through and and leaning into just like being who you are.
0: Mm. And how often we, you know, through the trajectory of my life, like there were many times where I held myself back, didn't use my voice, or used my voice in a way that was like not super confident, like making a joke. I mean, I'm I'm clearly a little bit funny, and I. (laughs) make you know like jokes about things and like I have fun with things because that's like it's like the 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 happy side of life right like I love to like make things light right because the world is pretty fucking dark yeah (laughs) so I like to make it light but it's like um oh my god I completely like lost the train of thought that I was on parametopause brain sucks sometimes is all I have to say (laughs) um but ultimately like I've gone through that those periods of my life where I like I held myself back and didn't say what I really felt or like make it would make jokes about things or say it in like a different different voice because that's how I was more comfortable Mm -hmm. saying it right not that I use that voice I actually don't know where that voice came (laughs) from but it's a new one (laughs) right but I would say things in a way like um, that were not necessarily true or fully aligned with me but I was trying to get my point out but I didn't really know how to do that because I was uncomfortable mm-hmm. using my voice right and um, like like to your point the I think the longer we live in this planet uh, as we go through becoming more wise and we, we're growing and we're maturing like we start recognizing these little things in ourselves but it takes a long time to like unglue ourselves from what we had grown up believing about ourselves mm-hmm. what we grew up thinking about other people around us what we grew up believing right we talk yeah about this a lot, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, I felt like it was a really important discussion for us to even have. And I love how it's just organically happening in this conference. We didn't even really start it in this way. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, it is okay to be who you are. And no matter if the people around you are not showing up for you, then you need to find new people.
1: Yeah. And the really unfortunate thing too, is that like some people will go through their entire lives, like they will be on their deathbed, still feeling really stuck to those stories that they've held on to if they haven't put themselves in situations where they're around people or they're consuming information that, like, give them the thought otherwise. Like, I can assume everybody who's listening to your show is, like, interested in being more authentic and, like, interested in lo- growing and learning. I almost just, like, interchange those words growing and learning to, like, evolve themselves. Because maybe they saw somebody else in their circle doing it. Or maybe they stumbled upon this show and really liked what they heard. Or maybe, you know, they they knew you and they were really attracted to your energy. And then, like, as you've kind of grown and shifted your messaging, they're like, oh, it's like... These are all, like, conversations that give people permission to, like, look for something different.
0: Well, you see what's possible through other people.
1: Yeah. And if you have never been, like, subjected to that, then you might live your entire life, like just believing all of those stories. And like, what a shame, you know, like what a shame to not feel so like one of the things that I decided to do this year, I think I've shared this with you. I, I made like, um, so when I had my podcast at the end of last year, I did like an episode on what am I leaving behind in 2022? And you know, as we're, when is this coming out? probably in the next few weeks perfect so we're getting close to the end of the year again so maybe like this is something that if you're listening like you can file this away to like I could do this too but I did it I did it um a little bit of a journaling and I had a conversation around what am I leaving behind in 2022 because oftentimes we're like creating all of these resolutions and all of these intentions and it's like I want to change it like I want to do all these things but like also a lot of us are holding on to things or like doing things that aren't really serving us as much anymore So, one of the things that I decided that I was leaving in 2022 was chasing people and like really putting my energy into certain situations friendships relationships that actually weren't serving me well and instead what that did was that made room for me to like be open to other relationships and other friendships and conversations and like things that could have been formed as a result which not could have been have been formed as a result of that and it's just really cool when you like for me when I kind of let go of that it was like in in kind of deciding that I wasn't gonna like put my happiness and my value in somebody else if somebody didn't want to spend time with me or like I felt like you know some of the relationships friendships that I was in was really one-sided and like and I know you've had conversations about this like on the podcast and stuff before but like in real time it's insane how freeing that was and how I shifted like who I decided to say yes to, or like what I was actually, and I guess part of that is maybe boundaries that I've like implemented as a result of that. But like when you decide to make a shift, all of these like other things may trickle as a result of that. And you don't know, like people think like, oh, a year. And in the grand scheme of time, a year is not that long, right? However, so much can change in a year if you just decide to like choose Oh, what if like, what if things could be a little bit different?
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's incredible when we, you know, really do just give ourselves this little window and an opportunity to try something and do something different than we have been doing, you know, like you say, like sort of like shifting. So some, some of those patterns that aren't serving us, you know, I talk a lot about in our community about, um, following your energy, right? So mm. it's like, if there's no other indicator to you, if you're really not sure and you haven't really, um, been trusting your intuition. Like if you, if you feel disconnected from your intuition and you're not sure what's fear, what's intuition, should I be doing this? Should I not be doing this? Always follow the energy mm. because if you feel good in it, there's a good sign. That's a signal. That's like, a, it's like a flag. It's saying, woo, safe flag. is a white flag, right? It's like, if I feel good in this, then it's a good indication that this is right for me. If I feel bad in this or feel really nervous in this. And, and again, I want to, nervousness can be something else as well but generally when we're following our energy how we feel with people how we feel in circumstances and in certain environments really is an indicator as to like where we can be putting that energy
1: yeah it's making me think about like the whole idea of like light and heavy like what you know what in your life uh feels heavy you know things that you're like dreading doing not looking forward to doing like you feel unmotivated to do. And sometimes there are things in your life that you have to do that you're not motivated to do like dishes. You know, <laughs> I fucking hate dishes. <laughs> Me too. Um, but you know, those have to get done. I'm not talking about those things, domestic tasks, <laughs> if you don't like them, but like, you know, what feels heavy in your life and also what feels light. And like the things that you're doing in your light, in your life should, fe- you should feel more light. You should feel more ease. You should feel more flow. Like mm. you shouldn't have to force things things friendships relationships whatever it is like yeah Yeah. I just I the concept of light and heavy in your life I think is really you know what's really interesting
0: as you were saying that I was like I just realized something because I I've spent a lot of time like learning to lean into my authenticity and learning to be okay with Mm -hmm. the fact that even though other people have labeled me as too loud too much too big too too much of a voice like all these things and also not enough because that's really fucking confusing Mm -hmm. but like throughout that time I often even as a very social person so I knew that my energy was drawn to being with people right my energy I'm a very social person I'm definitely an extrovert probably a double extrovert if there's such a thing but (laughs) I'm a double double (laughs) I would often insert myself in situations where I couldn't get too close to people and I would if I was in a room with somebody with like one person or two people I would worry about what we were going to talk about it's interesting because I haven't thought about this until just now when it sparked in this conversation. And it would worry. So I would get anxiety about what we're going to talk about. What are we, oh my God, like I don't even know what to talk about with this person. Which interestingly enough, if I apply my own theory of energy my energy was indicating to me that that wasn't the right place for me. Ah, Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was putting myself and I used to, in my <clears throat> former life or former version of myself, I used to accept friendships with people who um, maybe were drawn to my energy and wanted to be around me, but then had nothing to offer me. Right. This mm-hmm. happened a lot. Yeah. It took me a long time to realize that friendship, love relationships, are, are a 50, 50, 70, 30. Like it's a constant ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. But of course, because I didn't see my own worthiness, I didn't think that I was worth that. I didn't realize that at the time I was attracting all these different relationships, romantic and friendships that were all very one-sided. And that is, that was a part of my thought process going into rooms and creating this distance from, you know, them like not getting too close because my gut, my energy was telling me that it wasn't safe, that it wasn't a place that I should be spending my energy. And it's really interesting I talk about this like I literally have goosebumps because I think about like I spent so much time investing in the wrong places instead of just investing in myself
1: oh my gosh right yeah that's really powerful as you're saying this I'm thinking about like okay well how like how did that shift happen like when I mean I know you said you just made the realization right now but like how how, okay if I were to ask you this question how did you start to build like safe spaces?
0: Hmm. Great question. Well, first was, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> this is I've like flipped, a big, i flipped the script. Yeah, on no, you, I now. love this though. <laughs> but like, I would say that, um, first of all, I started, um, when I left my corporate job, mm-hmm. which <laughs> energetically was completely killing me. Like I was so fucking miserable in my corporate job. And I knew from the very first day I got it, wasn't even excited to get the job. Oh. Like, hello, indicator, yeah. energy, hi! It wasn't there, right? Yeah. Didn't didn't even exist. So as soon as I left the corporate world and I very frighteningly so <laughs> jumped into entrepreneurship and started a business, I was like scared and excited all at the same time. I tell people all the time, I feel like you're excited and scared at the same scared time. Excited. You're totally on the right path, right? And um, As I started leaning into entrepreneurship, I almost immediately started to meet people that were more my kind of people, people that were willing to have conversations about things that were different than before. It allowed me to open up, and it was almost like all of a sudden I was meeting all these other entrepreneurs that were doing things
1: that were, for the record, are like different. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm air quoting. They're not like the status quo. Right. They were like like the, the down autopilot, like. It's a different type of energy. Yeah. So
0: like I would hear people say things like, well, I used to do this job, but I didn't like how they made me try to do it. And I like to do it this way. Mm -hmm. So I took that job and I created it myself and I did it my way. And I was like, holy shit, these are my people. Mm -hmm. Right. So as I got to sort of realize that there were actually other fucking weirdos out there like me, right? There were other people who didn't like the status quo, who resisted the status quo, who wanted to create something for themselves, often felt like, I could tell you for me, like often felt like I was in a cage, right? Like I couldn't fully just be who I was. I wasn't accepted. People would always like push me down and I could never really figure it out and why I felt so anxious all the time. And all of a sudden, I'm around all these people that are fucking weirdos too. And I was like,
1: this is amazing. For the record, being weird is a term term that was created by people who don't understand being right. different and I always tell Clara like being weird is a good thing. It is and a she, total term she, of endearment. She harnesses that too. She's like I'm weird. I'm like
2: yeah you are.
0: Yes, <laughs> right? And embracing the weird. Mm-hmm. And so and then of course that just spawned this I I got to um, just be myself. I got to do everything in my business the way I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I got to create something I wanted to create without someone saying, mm, you can't do that. It was like, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. <laughs> and you know, um, it's really interesting. And you and I were talking prior to having this conversation and I was saying, and I, you cut me off cause you were like, do you want to talk about this in the podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or do you want to talk about this now? And I was like, Save it. saving it for the podcast. And it just, it's, it's, it seems timely to mention it now. Which is last night in the community. so I, 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 the joy project community, we meet every Wednesday night for about an hour. And our theme for the month is gratitude. Mm. And so uh, last night we have first week, we were talking about like what is gratitude? What does that look like? How can we be more grateful? You know, how what is what is the benefit of being grateful? Like, you know, it sounds like just this term, this whimsical thing. Yeah. but actually it shifts your mental health. It shifts like your whole perspective. It has you yeah. looking for the good, right? So last night was the was sort of like the follow up session to that. So like how has it been going? And so I, I told the ladies, I was like, you know, it, it, it could be good or bad. You may have been really frustrated in finding things to be grateful for. Maybe it made you angry and frustrated and mad and you were like, fuck this, I can't find anything, right? Or you're on the opposite side where you're like, oh my God, it was so easy and I like have all these things to be grateful for and my life is amazing, right? It could be You could be on either side. And both are okay. Yeah. And um, one of the girls started talking up in the, in the group and sharing sort of how she was, she was feeling really frustrated in this. And that, that was funny. Cause when we started talking about gratitude, it was like, you don't know, get a gratitude journal or some way to like mark down or write down or say out loud what it is that you're grateful for. And so she's like, so I got this journal and she's like, I consider myself a fairly grateful person. Like I am constantly looking for the good, but she's like, all of a sudden I had to write it in this journal mm. and she's like, and there were questions and I had to answer. And she's like, it made me really frustrated and it, it like, it wasn't like, it made it really hard for me to be grateful. And I was like, huh, is that interesting? And she's like, so I think there's something wrong with me. And I was like, no, stop right there. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. That is like society's norm of telling you that there's something wrong with you because you're not doing it like everybody else. Yeah. Listen, if that journal is not working for you, throw it the fuck out. Yeah. Give it to somebody else who can who works that way. Right. It's like kind of like how you and I work. Very. You're incredibly organized and have things. Fuck. I I envy it. I honestly do. I wish I was a more organized uh, person instead of sometimes feeling like an absolute. It works hot so mess. well
1: though because like you're talking out loud and then I'm like typing and you're like we should write that down. I'm like right? got it and you're like oh my god. <laughs> Seriously,
0: like, it's beautiful. And and to this woman who was in the group, like, you know, it was like encouraging her, like, no, this is okay. If saying it out loud for you and just in the moments that it's happening or that you're feeling it, if that's what helps you find more gratitude in your life and that's what works for you,
1: yeah. that's what you need to do. Yeah, because you're still getting the benefits of it. You're just doing it in a way that works for you and not like... What you were told by everybody right else. follow
0: the energy so I think that you know it's like as we're talking out loud and and um, you know it's you've kind of had me revisiting a little piece of my history it's like how to become more authentic is really it community is such a huge part of it because yeah. if the people you're surrounding yourself with you know don't think outside the box at all and you want to think outside the box if they're not open to new ideas or if they take everything you know like, Nothing can change and they're really stringent in how they, you know, treat your relationship or they're not open. Like I think I've said open a couple of times because I think openness is really important. Yes. Um, You know, and it's, vulnerability. yeah, vulnerability <laughs> is huge. Like if you, uh, there were so many times in so many years of my life that I spent in relationships with people where I actually couldn't fully just be who I was Yeah. because like you, I was too emotional or I was, you know, too sensitive or, you know. <laughs> I mean, I got gaslit all the time, but didn't make the connection. And then all of a sudden, it's like the light bulb goes off, and I hope it's going off for people as they're listening to this. It's like, holy shit, I'm a fucking weirdo too. Mm-hmm. Right. And most of us are actually weirdos. Yeah. Hey, I'm just going to interrupt this episode right here for a second because I want to invite you to join me in the Joy Project community. It's a place where me and a sisterhood of women are building meaningful connections with each other, where we don't feel the need to hold back or put on our best face. We just show up as we are. It's a place to be encouraged, to say the things out loud, to build your confidence, to learn about yourself and learn how to lean into your authenticity it might be time for you to consider joining us. If you're feeling the pull for deeper connections, you want to have more honest conversations and find a place you belong simply by being you. We meet online every week and we host an in-person social once every few months within the Waterloo region. So if you're feeling the pull to be a part of a group of women who are leaning in to focus on the good, to see life with a half cup full perspective and lifting each other up, this just might be what you've been looking for. Learn more and join us by visiting itsmechristined.ca slash community. I really can't wait to see you in there.
1: We are. But again, going back to like what we were saying earlier, it's like we have grown up looking outside of like, because we do that, right? It's like, it, it, it kind of helps us to find like our path and like to navigate. Okay, like we're, you know, we decide, well, we we should decide like what things we're going to take and what we don't. But sometimes we take it all in, and then like we have the huge stack of papers on the desk of our brain, and we don't know how to sift through it. So true. But it's like you know, if if we can just like spend time with people who can help us to have those conversations, like when you can find those really like community is coming up again for me. When you can find like that community of people who are going to meet you where you're at with like every single piece and part of you. Like this is why I love our bloom group so much. And like the event that we're creating. And I think that it's just going to like bring such beauty into like, like we we're we're doing the work with each other in that space that I I think that all of us are healing Mm. certain parts of us, like being in that friendship. And so taking all of that healing that we're going through, all those conversations that we're having and being able to like translate that and gift that to the people who are coming, then it just like continues that energy and helping them to like step into their energy and their intuition Mm. and their like confidence. Mm. I don't know. It's great.
0: It's been such a, you know, it's been so cool, like how it started and how it's going, which I can't wait to tell the story at Bloom about all of the parts of how it goes, because <laughs> I, I think it's such a great, cool little story. Yeah. And, um, and ultimately, you know, I love that, that we are creating this space that people can come together and see that, that they're among other weirdos.
1: Also, I don't know if you remember this, but you came to my house after Costa Rica to record <laughs> on my show. Yes. And that was like before we started hanging out a lot and we had like kind of hung out a few times, chatted mostly online as we do, especially during the pandemic. And I remember as you were leaving, you said to me, I would love to hang out more. Like let's, let's hang out more going forward, you know? And I don't remember exactly like what time of year that was. Um, when did you go to Costa Rica? That would have been like last October. So Okay. So it was close to the end of 2022 mm-hmm. and you spoke that out loud. And now, like, basically, almost a year later, like, look at where we are. That's you know,
0: so, it's like, wow, yes, that's so cool. And the thing so cool. is, like, again, you know, I have learned to trust that energy. I've learned to trust that comfort zone, mm-hmm. like, and the good comfort zone, right? It's like, I feel safe here. Mm-hmm. I can talk to this person vulnerably and they're not going to, you know, take that that I've given them and use it against me in some way, which, unfortunately, I've experienced a lot of my yeah. life, right? And I, I think until... I think a lot of people can relate to that, Yeah, yeah. And I think, too, like... Like so, when you think about how people who believed because what they were told that they were unworthy, they grew up and then they felt unworthy, mm-hmm. and then they shared that unworthiness with Do others. You need to clean right?
1: Fuck yeah, it's so true. It's
0: like it's like this perpetual. I know. When we are not healing ourselves, when we are not doing the work to lean into who we truly are and give other people the space to be who they are,
1: hurt people hurt people, but healed people and healing people heal other. That's people, right. Ultimately. And
0: Porn's like, got chills. Right? imagine, like, just imagine if, if even just the people listening to this episode mm. made that little shift and tweak in their life, which really in the, in the big picture is quite a big tweak.
1: Yeah. One day at a time
0: though. Right. It's like to be more aware of who we are and allowing ourselves and the people around us to just do and be who they are. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the other day when I was walking Oscar and I talked about this in my stories the other day where I saw this kid and he was like, it was a rainy, gross fucking day outside. It's like rain's coming down. It's gloomy. I'm like, you know, of course we all think, Oh God, this is a shitty day. Right. Yeah. This kid's walking along. He's dancing. He stops. He sees the swans that are like the resident swans of the pond. He stops. He starts talking to the swans. He's like moving around. He's talking to them, having a conversation with them. And then he's like, bye. Like he waves at the swans to leave and then carries on with his wit. And I thought, there is another fucking weirdo right mm-hmm. like he is just naturally being who he is mm-hmm. now if he'd been around other kids maybe they would have teased him about that they made yep. him feel bad about that and that's a lot of what we need to shift right like it's okay to be different it's okay to do something different and you
1: have to be you have to find the people that you can feel safe to act the same way that you would if you were alone yes. does that make sense yes yeah it makes 100 percent sense yeah
0: um, this has been such a great conversation. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, no. I love, and you know what I love about, um, it's funny because speaking of being different and doing things differently, I remember when I was planning to do a podcast, um, initially and even years ago when I was thinking about doing this podcast or all podcast, I kept looking at what other people were doing and you know, I knew that a lot of people would really plan out their episodes and research their, their people they were interviewing and then have all these lists of questions to ask the people. And like, I was like, the thought of that made me want to be sick. I was like, I know if I put pressure on myself to have to do all this research and create all these questions that for me, that's not my way. I respond, I engage in conversation and then it flows and it goes and it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I would rather have real conversations sitting down at fucking Sunshine Island than having these plans and not, not to say that the planned thing is wrong. It's just not right for me. Yep. Right. Yep. And so when I accepted that and did a lot of work and then finally came back to this concept of doing a podcast, it was like, No, I'm going to just say it out loud. I'm going to invite people to come unprepared, which makes a lot of people feel really uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) Like someone who's organized like me. I was like, so what are we going to talk about today? You're like, well, we'll just chat. I'm like, okay, I'm getting better at that. But um, yeah, anyway. But like in a couple minutes, we're sitting down. All of a sudden, I was like,
0: oh, you know what we should talk about? This could be like our main topic. And here we are. Yeah. Um, i, I scripted, right? Like doing exactly <laughs> right. So like, but, but again, and not that my, cause again, my way doesn't have to be for everyone else, but mm-hmm. this is my podcast. Yep. So it's like, it makes sense that I would do something that fits me and mm-hmm. works how I work because otherwise it's going to feel like a job. And I don't know about you, but I don't like things that I do to feel like a job. I like, amen, right. right. Yeah. So, um, I just want to thank you for, a, coming and having a work day with me. This has been so wonderful already. But also having this really open and vulnerable conversation and sharing a big piece of your heart with us. So thank you for that. Um, can you tell people that are listening where they can find you um, and uh, where you are in the world out there?
1: Uh, yes, I can do that. And I just want to thank you for having me and just like creating this space where I can be like really vulnerable and where people can like just feel okay with being themselves like I think you model that really well and it just like invites so much coolness uh, for people so thank you for that Aww. um yeah so me I'm on the Instagram most of the time also um, at the balance the dot balance dot bliss it'll be in the show notes I'll read that right? in the show notes. yeah, yeah. Yep. balance bliss everywhere um and yeah like you know my favorite quote is be the change that you want to see in the world And, uh, one of my like biggest, biggest values is like creating impact and like leaving people better, um, than they were like before I had a conversation with them. Even if it's like a short interaction, like if I can just make somebody feel a little bit better, comfortable, whatever it is, um, I like to do that. So that's what I do in my corner of the internet and um, come to bloom. I'll see you there. I got a big hug for you. <laughs>
0: and just to note bloom is on March 23rd,
1: 2024. Yes. You get it's your coming, tickets. It's coming fast, <laughs> but not yes. too fast. Cause uh, we've got stuff and stuff to plan still. Yeah. It's been
0: a, it's been a lot. Um, and I'm still looking forward to it, but anyways, oh, yeah. um, On that note, thank you so much for being here and sharing your heart. And uh, for those of you listening, I hope that this landed on you. I imagine many of you it did. Um, And take to heart that being the weirdo is exactly who you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And just to lean into more of who you are and follow that energy. Follow what feels good for you um, instead of feeling like, you know, you have to do all the things. Just follow what feels right and it'll help to lead you down this path. And one step at a time, right? One step at a time. You got it. So we'll see you again next time. Thanks for being here. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'd like to invite you to hit the follow button on this podcast so you'll be notified when the next one drops. And if you liked this episode, please leave a review as it will help others to find this message. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at It's Me Christine D. Or if you'd like to connect about being a guest on the show, ask me about group or one-on-one joy and mindset coaching, learn more about the Joy Project community, or consider hiring me for your next speaking engagement, please visit itsmechristined.ca. Thank you again, and I'll see you next time.